Welcome to the Augusta Golf Show podcast. Now, here's John Patrick. Ron Syrak has covered the game for Golf Digest, Golf World. He is a recipient of the PGA of America's Lifetime Achievement Award in Journalism. Currently writes for the LPGA on their website, lpga.com, and on his website, ronsyrak.com. It's always a pleasure to welcome Ron Syrak back to the Augusta Golf Show. How are you, Ron? I'm doing great, John. Always a pleasure to be with you. Always fun to talk golf with people who love golf. I appreciate that. How's how's the weather up there? Is it has it turned cold yet? No, we're still having some great uh, uh, fall weather for, for, for fall golf here in Cape Cod. Uh, uh, where I live on the Outer Cape is uh, 40 miles out in the Atlantic, so our fall lasts a long time. Good. Still mild weather here. Good. Um, I wanted to mention your bona fides because I wanted the perspective of somebody who's done this for a while. Um, I wanted your thoughts on the emergence of gambling in the game of golf. You and I both remember when gambling was a big no-no on the PGA Tour, wasn't it? Yeah, you know, there was a time when uh, PGA Tour players were not allowed to have uh, a logo of a casino, for instance, on their shirt. You know, the, the, the tour wanted to to keep that distance from uh, from gambling. I, I remember a time when the LPGA was dipping way down in tournaments and uh, some of the uh, Indian casinos in Connecticut wanted to uh, host a tournament there and the LPGA wouldn't do that. So uh, it's really, uh, it's an issue that's gone a full 180 degrees on the turn. Uh, uh, instead now of um, um, wanting to have distance uh, with gambling, uh, it's now viewed as a very, very uh, lucrative revenue stream, and it creates revenue in, in a couple of different ways. Uh, one, by having uh, a business relationships with gambling sites and casinos, and two, by engaging the fans in a very, very intense way uh, as television viewers. Uh, you know, I mean, we see it in all sports now. Uh, even if the outcome is already decided, there are people who will keep watching because they've got uh, some other sort of gambling action going on on the event. How how do you feel about all that? Uh, you know, I, I, I do think it's it's an incredibly uh, complicated issue. Uh, um, I, I, honestly, here's my feeling. I think uh, I think two things. <laughs> I think in five years. Um, we are going to see uh, a, a, a big spike up in stories about um, increases in gambling addiction. You know, uh, I, I think there's going to be there's going to be uh, doors open there where we're going to see sad stories of you know, uh, um, uh, dad gambled away the mortgage money or my college tuition money or something. I think we are going to see there are going to be problems created by this. The other thing, I think within five years, we're going to have um, a significant scandal of some sort in sports uh, around gambling. Um, golf is a fascinating sport. Golf is, 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 a, is a, in a lot of ways, a perfect marriage with gambling because you could bet with smartphones. You could bet on every hole, almost every shot. You know, there's a lot of different uh, prop bets and, 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 and different kinds of uh, action that can go on that makes it a good fit. It also is, is the, the, probably the sport, in my mind, that has the greatest uh, potential for, for problems arising um, in the form of uh, um, fan interference, you know? Hmm. What, what, if, what if somebody's got a big bet on, on Will Zalatoris in the U.S. Open and, and, and Matthew Fitzpatrick's hitting a bunker shot on 18 and they, and, and they yell out, you know? I mean, uh, the, the potential for... for uh, uh, 
different sorts of problems like that uh, rising are, are, are significant, and it's going to be interesting to see how it all plays out. We're talking with Ron Syrak here on the Augusta Golf Show. Now, with all of this going on, Ron, uh, players, caddies, still not allowed to bet on tournaments, are they? You know, um, yes, that, that's true. Uh, and uh, I remember in 1998, uh, British Open, and, you know, gambling, legal, gambling's been legal in Britain forever. Mm-hmm. You can bet on anything over there. You can bet on the names of the royal babies. You know, you can, there's, and, and, and they take action on everything. But I remember in, in 1998, um, uh, caddies, uh, a caddy told me that he made more money that week um, betting hmm. on his player than he made in salary from his player. Um, I know when, when the uh, Women's British Open uh, first became an LPGA major about 20 years ago, and caddies, you know, you could, you could bet on, on the three-ball matches. You have your threesome out there, and, and you could get odds on, on just betting within that match. And caddies, at that point, um, uh, the bookies weren't really up to speed on women's golf, and, and the caddies had inside information in the sense of, you know, like they know which players don't like each other. And, oh, player A never plays well when she's played, paired with player B. And caddies would, would make a killing uh, uh, betting then. Uh, but that's going to be something that, um, you know, uh, the tours don't want players, don't want caddies to be involved in it because they have a direct uh, impact on the outcome of, of events. And, and that's what they want to stay away from. I think this is inevitable. But, Ron, do you see a day... When on television, you're sitting there watching the golf tournament, and you'll be allowed to gamble in real time. And by that, I mean this. You know, let's say Rory is in the fairway. Here are the odds on him making birdie on this hole from where he is in the fairway. Place your bet now. I don't see a way that doesn't happen. Yeah, no, I, I, I think that's exactly right. And I think that's a way in which golf is a perfect marriage with, with, with gambling. The pace at which golf happens gives you the time to make those kinds of things, you know, from the time that, uh, that Rory hits his tee shot until he, he plays that next shot, there's several minutes in there as, as he gets from the tee box down to where his golf ball is. And, and, and so, yes, there, there, there's, is plenty of time to make those kind of decisions. Somebody, somebody hits it into 18 feet and they've got the putt. There is time to make a bet on, on that, that next, that next stroke. Is he going to make the birdie putt? So uh, I, I do think that it's a uh, uh, and and look those kind of bets aren't going to affect the outcome. You know, I, I don't think it's going to change how players play. They're going to still they're still going to try to win. And and the biggest argument that's made um, against the fact that there may be any sort of hanky panky go on in any sport is how much money people make from. Um, uh, NBA players, uh, Major League Baseball, foot, NFL players, golfers, how much money they make that they can't be swayed by it. But we've also seen situations of extremely rich people getting extremely in debt with gambling, um, you know, um, um, uh, tens of millions sure. of dollars in debt gambling. And, 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 and that creates, that creates um, a potential for problems there. But uh, I do think golf is, is, is a perfect sport uh, uh, for gambling to be involved in for exactly the reasons that you said. Gambling has gone on for years through the nefarious ways, as, as you talked about, whether it's bookies or whatever. Do you think 
the legal gambling, the 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 points bet, the DraftKings, whatever. Do you think it's brought more fans to the game of golf? Because again, essentially, isn't what the isn't that what they're trying to do? Yeah, I do think it's brought more fans to the game of golf. I, you know, I think it's brought more fans to. To, to every sport, you know, uh, again, you know, you could, you could have uh, uh, the absolute worst um, uh, Thursday night football game going on uh, and, and have a game in which no touchdowns are scored and everything, and, and the viewers are going to stay to the very end because, uh, um, because of the point spread, uh, because of uh, different prop bets that they had. Uh, I, I think it brings in new eyes, and it makes the eyes that come to the event stay longer. You know, the, it, it, in some ways, um, who wins in, in, is no longer uh, as important to, to how they win. You know, you may have a bet on an over-under bet on what the winning score will be. You know, you, you may have an over-under bet on how many birdies there will be that day or, 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 or what one player does against another player. There are so many other things that you can wager on besides the outcome. And, and yes, I think that brings in more eyes to watch, and it makes those eyes stay longer, which is going to make TV revenue go up uh, uh, for, for the tour. Before I let you go, and you alluded to this in the beginning of our conversation, do you think at some point we'll get to a something will happen? Um, let me think back to the uh, Napa. How did Danny Willett three-putt? from that close range. Do you think we're going to get to a point where someone, something like that's going to happen and they're going to go, Hmm. I think there's going to be a whole lot more scrutiny. Um, um, as, as I said earlier too, my big concern with golf is, uh, is fan involvement. Uh, mm-hmm. there, there is no other sports where, uh, where fans could have as much of an impact on the outcome of an event as, uh, as there is, uh, in, in golf. I, I, I tend to think that's a bigger threat than, than any hanky-panky going on involving the competitors. He's Ron Syrak. He uh, writes for the LPGA on their website, lpga.com. You can also read his work on his website, ronsyrak.com. Ron, thank you for saying yes to this. It's always good to catch up with you, and we'll talk again. Talk to you down the road, my friend. Always a pleasure.